You are listening to the audio recording of a video production that may contain visual elements, including charts, slides, and demonstrations. The full video is available on YouTube with more in-depth articles at jamespuccini.com. How Finney is reading a post on a cryptography mailing list about a novel peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system. The white paper describes the stacking of blocks of data, each one interlinked with cryptography. This created a blockchain where no single block could be modified without changing all the blocks posted on top of it. It was an immutable store of data that could be used to keep a record of transactions. The paper was written by Satoshi Nakamoto, an anonymous pseudonym for a mysterious creator. Satoshi went on to mine over 1 million Bitcoin, none of which has ever been spent. Bitcoin revolutionized how we understand digital scarcity and grew into a trillion dollar asset. A timer ticked down on the monitor above where Vitalik Buterin was carrying out last minute checks. In 35 minutes, the Ethereum frontier would launch to the public. After two years of development, the entire crypto community was eagerly anticipating its release. Ethereum was revolutionary. It expanded on Bitcoin's blockchain technology to provide a peer-to-peer -peer network of interconnected computers operating as one. For the first time, developers could execute code and store information on a decentralized network using smart contracts. So let's take a look at how these technologies work. To understand Bitcoin, we first need to understand how blockchains work. A blockchain is simply blocks of data stacked on top of each other with a reference to the underlying block. So if you imagine that uh, over a period of time, all the data that comes in in the form of transactions is put into these blocks, they're stamped, and then that stamp or reference is passed on to the next block. If you want to change a block in the middle, you have to change all the blocks on top of it. Bitcoin took this a step further with its proof-of-work algorithm, which uses computers to create a hashing function to find a target hash for that block of data. Miners will add incremental numbers to the blocks to try and find a hash which meets the solution requirements and earns them the block rewards. Then Ethereum came along and it started to do things slightly differently. It figured that if we have these decentralized peer-to-peer -peer networks, then we could potentially run a virtual machine on them and execute users' code. This opened the gateways for ERC20 tokens, NFTs, and the DeFi ecosystem as we know it now, all of which is built on top of Ethereum. Anyone can write a smart contract and store and manipulate data on this decentralized network of nodes. Now let's talk about some of the competitive advantages. Bitcoin itself has a first mover advantage. Nothing can ever replace it as the first blockchain and first cryptocurrency to ever gain mainstream adoption and prove that digital assets work. For this reason, I think that even in 10, 20, maybe even 100 years time, Bitcoin is still going to hold value and it's still going to be considered valuable as it was seminal to everything that came next, including maybe central bank digital currencies. Ethereum doesn't have this, but it does have a lot of moats. They have an excellent developer community. They have a lot of tools and infrastructure in place that makes it competitive. And now they're actually scaling the blockchain to layer twos and they're moving forwards with development, which has taken a lot of time, but the work they're going to put in is making it harder and harder for other blockchains to compete. Even so, if I was going to buy an investment for my future grandchildren for 50 years time, I'd still buy Bitcoin over Ethereum. In fact, I'd buy Bitcoin over any stocks and other cryptocurrencies even gold. Ethereum has built up a massive ecosystem around it. This started in kind of 2017 with the ICO boom. NFTs were being created around the same time and perhaps CryptoKitties was the first kind of one to take off. And this slowly led to decentralized finance because all the tokens were on Ethereum, it made sense to develop the smart contracts for DeFi on Ethereum as well. Automated market makers such as Uniswap and SushiSwap are also built on top of Ethereum to exchange these ERC20 tokens. There's more than 50 billion invested in DeFi protocols on Ethereum, and all these things together have network effects in that 
because everyone's working on Ethereum, more people want to work on Ethereum when it comes to blockchain development. Bitcoin has the Lightning Network, and while this hasn't gained a lot of traction, it was one of the very first layer two scaling solutions that we saw become available. Both Bitcoin and Ethereum use a proof-of-work algorithm, which has come under criticism recently for environmental concerns. Ethereum is actually moving over to a proof-of-stake algorithm in the next year or so, and that is going to mean that rather than the miners getting the fees, all the fees are going to be going to stakers, people that are already hodling in Ethereum. This is going to have a big impact on the supply dynamics, and it's also going to solve some of the environmental issues. Bitcoin has a fixed supply of 21 million, and a block reward which gets halved every four years. What this means is there's a constantly diminishing supply going to market. In contrast to this, Ethereum has an uncapped supply, but I do have the IP1559, which aims at making Ethereum a deflationary asset. It's going to redirect uh, transaction fees or gas fees from miners to a burn address. And this is going to be rolled out in the next month. When it comes to risk and reward, Bitcoin is a highly volatile high-risk asset. Ethereum is even riskier. When the markets are going up, Ethereum tends to do very well against Bitcoin as money flows down a risk-reward curve. And when the market crashes or there's a downturn, money will flow back into Bitcoin as a safe haven. This causes Ethereum to be exceptionally volatile. My investment thesis is that Ethereum will outperform Bitcoin over a long enough period. I'm actually one of the crazy ones that think we might see the flipping in the next few years. And what I think is going to happen in the future is that we'll see Bitcoin being used almost like bank wires to move large amounts of money around. And Ethereum is going to be used for literally everything else. DeFi is already a thing, but it's going to get bigger. Tokens are everywhere, and I think that everything's going to be tokenized eventually, including stocks. And we'll end up with mobile wallets where we can hold funds, either central bank digital currencies or cryptocurrencies, then use DeFi on the back end to gain a yield on them funds, and then spend them either via a Google Pay or Apple Pay type app, or a prepaid MasterCard like you can already today. It's clear that there's a place for both Bitcoin and Ethereum in most digital asset portfolios, and the allocations would vary based on your conviction and the marketing conditions at the time. I hope this analysis of Bitcoin versus Ethereum has been of interest. Subscribe to the channel for updates and hit the like button for YouTube algorithm. Thank you for watching.